it's always nerve-wracking to um, get in front of the camera and actually uh, talk the initial step of doing it is kind of scary but I think after a while once you actually uh, get in the groove of doing it it, it gets better It's funny to say because right before I actually recorded this episode, um, I was trying to find a way to uh, get my camera uh, to, to set up correctly. But uh, the difficult thing is I was trying to record for TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook on one phone. And then on the other, I was trying to record for my uh, on my camera for my YouTube channel. But it was so difficult to do so, and I just decided to just go ahead and record it twice, one for um, YouTube, and then I will record uh, one that I can distribute to all the other platforms. Welcome, welcome everybody. Thank you for listening to um, my previous episode and welcome to the second part of episode one, the struggle, a life comparison between America and Haiti. On the last episode, I elaborated on different things that you know uh, happened in my life in Haiti and and uh, my life in America. Uh, I left you right at that tipping point of committing suicide because I was having a really difficult time grasping how I was supposed to be fitting in a life in Tampa. I did not really know how to live a life where um, I don't have any money. Um, I'm just trying to figure out how I can use my bachelor's degree in international business and how to really fit in into society, how to really be my own person, my own adult. You know, growing up without a father has always been a struggle for me. So I really had to be that person that really uh, was my motivator and my own father. So it actually was uh, really tough, but at the same time, I've learned so much. It's really rewarding to be here to be able to speak about um, those experiences because a lot of people actually um, are afraid to share that kind of experience with the world because they are afraid of what others would think and that actually what happened to me I was afraid to share it because I had that you know if I were to share something like that um, no one would care and no one would listen and I'm very fortunate to have you know so many people to have reached out to me to tell me that the first episode was actually really good and they really loved um, how I compared my life uh, in Haiti and America and they really loved the fact that I shared something so vulnerable with the world now so after you know my friend had uh, told me to come home um, which was one of the best things that ever happened to me actually I um, soon you know just told my apartment complex that i was moving so i signed all the move out move out um paperwork and it's funny because i actually had to find a, a person to sublet my apartment because i was in a contract where i couldn't break it so it was kind of weird so after i found someone i uh soon you know just have that person sign the lease and then i was like you know what i'm out because this place is not something for me it's not a place where I can grow it's not a place where I'm focused it's not a place where um, I have you know 
close support where they can help me grow in the areas that I needed to grow. And um, even though I had some great friends that down there, uh, there was still a lot of distractions and I had to get away from those distractions. At that time, I had a person in my life um, that was helping me a lot, you know, getting around and everything. And I, because I didn't have a car, she actually um, wanted to drive me to Georgia because uh, my friend's uh, sister had a wedding and I was to be one of the guests at the wedding. So I told my friend that I didn't have that lot of money at that time, but I'm willing to go to the wedding. But the only thing he would have to do is actually talk to his sister and tell her that I would like to stay at her house for a few days so I can catch a flight from Atlanta, Georgia to Providence, Rhode Island. So my friend said, yes, you know, he can actually vouch for me and talk to his sister about it. And I said, okay, well, that would be amazing because I don't have that much money. Honestly, I only had under probably $100 in my checking account. And I, I wasn't sure if, you know, if I was going to make it because um, I had to find, you know, um, clothes to wear for for the wedding. Uh, luckily, I actually had a shirt that I had worn to another friend's wedding. So I, I wore that same shirt and a blazer that I've had since college. Um, and um, luckily, I had some dressing shoes and some pants that matched uh, the blazer. So um, this girl took me to Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and when I got there, you know, it, it was wonderful because I got to see my friends and everything, spend some time with my friends. And then from there, I uh, we, got, we all got ready in the hotel and attended the wedding. Unfortunately, after the wedding, uh, my friend's sister said that, you know, she couldn't have me stay there because all her family members were staying there and, you know, there wasn't any, any place to sleep. You know, I was totally okay with just sleeping on the floor, but that was not the case. And I don't think that, um, that the sister actually uh, would have had space for me to stay there. Um, from there, you know, I uh, decided that I was going to take a flight out. But after checking my bank account, I didn't even have that much money to catch a flight to Providence, Rhode Island. So the best option was to hop on a bus and, and come home. But I still didn't have enough money. So the same friend and, and his cousin decided to you know, um, pitch in and actually help me to uh, catch a bus. So they dropped me off in an Uber uh, in downtown Atlanta. And from there, you know, I just waited a few hours uh, for the bus um, with six, only $16 in my account. I booked, you know, one of those city buses so I can get to the destination I needed to get to to catch the bus. And it was <laughs> very uh, gruesome and it was very you know, troubling because um, I wasn't sure where this bus station was. And here I'm thinking that, you know, it's going to be an actual bus station. So I got off the bus, you know, uh, without any Wi-Fi on my phone. I tried to find where the bus station would be on the maps. Sometimes when I, when I couldn't find it, I had to stop at a Dunkin' Donut or McDonald's to really find uh, where I was going. I had to talk to a few people on the city to see where the bus stop was or where the bus station was. And um, <laughs> it's funny because uh it really kind of like pushed me outside my comfort zone because 
here I am carrying a very big uh, backpack or and I'm carrying a very big duffel bag in my hand and I'm trying to find this place that I can't even seem to find on a map and I'm talking to people and some people don't even know where this place is either and finally I went into this store it was like a, a big Asian market you know I got a few fruits with the little dollars that I had in my account I got uh, some snacks and stuff and I, I got a water just so that you know I could have something in my stomach uh, on this 16 to 18 hour bus that were that was to take me from Atlanta Georgia to um, New York and from New York I would go to uh, um, Rhode Island so from there uh, I eventually found someone that helped me find this bus stop because apparently a lot of people were actually looking for the bus as well so I joined the group that was looking for the bus so I was I followed everyone and then eventually I came to this place where I believe it was called wonder wonder bus something like that um, I went into the building and it looked like it was a motel or it looked like it was like businesses I wasn't even sure what it was but um, talked to the lady in there um, and the lady told me that the buses were coming and I guess the buses were meeting in this gigantic field where there's no bus stop and it's just a, like just the buses just show up and then people just know where to come so I, I, I went there and then the bus driver uh, greet me and everything and I found uh, that the bus was not not the right bus and I had to wait another five six hours to for this bus and finally after so long and uh, the bus driver showed up we're all load up and then we we can't we depart for for New York unfortunately being in this bus was one of my worst experiences because it smelled like poop the whole time and uh, it was really loud and uh, I had headphones but the headphones could not really stop the noise from coming in right um, and the bus is the bus broke down halfway in the trip now I'm thinking you know like what the heck is going to happen you know this bus broke down I don't have any money how the heck am I going to get home so luckily there was a mechanic nearby so fixed the bus and the bus got to new york i am thrilled that i got to new york because i love new york so um with the only amount of dollars i have in my account i could not buy any meals so i went into one of the pizza shops and i got myself two slices of a dollar pizza best pizza i think in my mind best pizza i've had because you know on a on an empty stomach it was one of the most delicious pieces I've ever had in my life. Um, I went to New York because I wanted to see a longtime friend that I hadn't spoken to in so long. So she welcomed me into her home, and I know uh, she had a sleeping bag. Uh, I mean, a sleeping mattress that uh, um, that she had, and I had to, you know, one of those like you know, blow up mattresses and stuff. So. Uh, she put it in the living room and uh, she told me where she was working and stuff and everything 
uh, we did not have that much time to catch up because she had to wake up super early the next day to go work for Yelp. And um, unfortunately, everything was so fast paced. So uh, we just, you know, uh, met quick and uh, both of us went to bed. Woke up the next day and alarms going off. She's like, oh, let's go. We got to go. We got to go. I don't want to miss my train. I don't want to miss my train. So I'm packing up my, my bag really quickly to make sure that, you know, I have everything and stuff. And I'm like, what? Where are we going? What, what's happening? And here I am, you know, at the at this freaking train station. She's catching up on train. Good thing. I think she had one of those like, you know, passes that she could just tap on the thing and get in and go on the train. So I said goodbye. And the goodbye was very was very quickly and we didn't get a chance to really catch up on everything that has you know been happening in our lives and stuff and um she left and i'm stuck there and i'm like oh my goodness what am i going to be doing and stuff because like i'm stuck i don't have any money and how am i going to even catch a freaking train to go downtown new york to catch a bus and to go to rhode island um you know god answers prayers uh some lady you know didn't need her ticket anymore and i was like oh my goodness this is gonna be crazy i don't have any money and i'm like freaking out and freaking out you know so i don't know what to do so the lady gave it gave it to me and i and i really thank her and um i don't i didn't even say anything i didn't even ask the lady for it but she just came up to me and gave it to me i'm not sure how so I took what she gave me and I just scanned it in and stuff and I just uh, got on the train, went downtown New York and I found this place where you can actually uh, store your uh, bags for I think it was like $5 per hour or something like that and I had a few hours to wait and all I did was like I used this last bit of money I had in my account, I just paid for a few hours just so I can I could wait um, for the bus. And you know, waiting five to six hours in New York for a bus can be a long time. So all I did was just you know put my bag in storage and then um, just walked around New York for a little bit and then just take some pictures, uh, look at the city, get inspired, and then um, finally I got to the storage, grabbed my bag, and went to the bus station. Wait, wait a few hours there, and then eventually buses were ready, and then we hopped on our bus and then head to Rhode Island. What a crazy, crazy adventure. Um, I loved it so much, but at the same time, I had learned so much more. Yet, yes, it was uh, a struggle, but it also was uh, a life experience, something that now I can look back and learn on, something I know, like, you know, steps and steps and steps. Okay, I can do this and I can do that and find ways around things and maneuver around things and really try to find how to really uh you know fit in in society and how to really fit in in life now looking back at it it just feels like it was just a dream it felt like it was a movie and now i can really speak about it comfortably and share that experience so that someone else can live a really wonderful life a very very adventurous life and 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 maybe if you are going through this struggle as well or if you have gone through it then you'll understand but at the same time, I'll tell you right now, you're not alone. Your struggle is only temporary. And eventually, you will get over your struggle as well. And you will find a way to maneuver in life. And you will find a way to get over it. And if you don't, I hope that, you know, someday that it actually uh, comes to happen for you. So that, you know, maybe someone will come and give you a helping hand. Or don't be afraid to actually ask for help. Because that's one of the things that 
uh, I faced, I was afraid to ask for help. And um, because of it, I, I got stuck. And all you have to do is ask for help. Thank you guys so much for listening into this episode. And uh, thank you so much for supporting me in the previous episode as well. I really hope that, you know, you get some value from uh, just sharing my life experiences with you and sharing my story with you. And um, my hope is that to help you live an adventurous life. Thank you so much. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.